Welcome back to Let's Get Haunted with your host, Nat and Allie. Hey, guess what? You guys complain, say our intros are too long, say, oh, we take off uh, one star off oh, your review. Oh, I skipped. Uh, to 30 minutes every time they have a new episode because they talk about their personal lives and I just want to get haunted? Well, guess what? Fuck you. You <laughs> skip ahead to 20 minutes right now and you're going to be in the middle of our story. Yeah, we fuck, we punked you. Hope you guys all got what you wanted. We're jumping right into today's story. Natalia, what do you have for me today? Last thing, I'm going to fucking end myself if you guys don't get me into a <laughs> studio because we're recording on top of Steven's bed. He's playing Call of Duty. This whole place smells like weird Thai food. There's a it's dog our in the fault. corner. We bought the Thai food. Littlefoot's upset. Steve's upset that we're here. We're ruining his good time. His roommates were super upset. One of them may have broken their knee. I don't know if you guys heard that last episode. <laughs> you guys, come on. Chaotic. This is a chaotic intro because you guys, somebody complained. So now we, you get one with no intro. This you, is an intro though. You did this to yourself. This is an also intro. Also donate to us. Well, now we're going to jump into the episode. <laughs> okay. Natalia, what are you telling me today? <laughs> Let me give you a guess. Natalia. Let's see if you can figure out what I'm going to tell you today. Okay, tell me. Gold? No. <laughs> abortions what tie okay gay magic okay let me take an educated guess here are you gonna be telling me about treasure <laughs> oh yes the treasure <laughs> buried treasure is right that what you're yes did, did was there a gay magician that buried treasure in thailand is that what you're telling me today what about where are you gonna what about the be- the baby the dead baby it was a the magician was a baby it was a gay magician baby that buried treasure in thailand is that what you're telling me that's actually really close oh really have you ever heard of thailand (laughs) (laughs) no okay what about i'm just kidding i don't want any i don't want somebody to tweet at me and be like Allie's never heard of Thailand. Yeah, she's, like, you, I've been to Thailand. Been to, I know. We've I know both been to Thailand. We've both been to Thailand. We know about Thailand. We know about the Thai. Alyssa. Yes. Question. Yes. When you think of being haunted. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> does it have, does being haunted have positive or negative connotations in your mind? Hmm. You know, the interesting thing about getting haunted is that I think that it can be both at the exact same time. Or it could be either or. Like sometimes you have a positive haunting. Mm. Sometimes you have a negative haunting. Wow. Woke. Like sometimes. Oh, let me think of a positive haunting. Sometimes like. Please. Yes. Tell me one positive haunting. Okay. When my credit card got stolen, but then I got it back. That was a positive haunting. Not for the person you got it back from. <laughs> yeah. Well, that person had 12 other credit cards as it turned out. Stolen right. cards. Wow. Um, and then a negative haunting would be like every other time that we've ever done anything in our <laughs> lives. okay so then what about when you think of ghosts do you think of ghosts as bringing good things or bad things having never had a ghostly experience myself i would say out of all the stories i've heard from our listeners i think the overwhelming majority of ghosts seem to be negative okay so what about a haunted doll what about a haunted doll what does that sound like? Does it sound like it'd be good or bad? That sounds bad. That sounds like it's a child's going to be playing with it and going to get possessed. Can you think of haunted dolls? Annabelle. Annabelle. Is this about Annabelle? No. Oh. Can you think of other haunted dolls? Chucky, maybe? Chucky. Um, also, Chucky's Bride. Right. Um, also. Which are all bad dolls. Cynthia from the Rugrats. Just kidding. <laughs> um, also. 
Um, but so far, Annabelle, Chucky, and Chucky's Bride, yeah. bad dolls, right? Bad. Like, They're like trying if, to murder people. Yeah. If yeah. you see one of those, it's not good. Because it's like a demon took over the doll. Right. Yeah. It's like using the doll as a enclosure. A vessel. A vessel. Yeah. Yes. yes. Until right. it can find like a human host to transfer over to, right? Right. Okay. So what if I told you that there are certain haunted dolls which could bring you luck Money, success, and love. I would love one of those. What if being haunted by a ghost doll could mean winning the lottery, having your enemies pacified, or getting your dream job? Would you do it? Yes. Okay. Wait, what's the catch? What do I have to give it in exchange? What if I told you that in order to have all your dreams come true, all you have to do is take care of the ghost doll of an aborted fetus as if it were your own child. What? Would you do it? I don't know. That seems like a lot of responsibility. What do you mean? What do you mean? How? Take care of it. How? (laughs) You're asking all the right questions. Am I really? Okay, good. So I'm going to read you a few articles I found. And I need you guys to understand that these are all true cultural things. Mm. And not to judge them because it means you're racist. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready to not judge it. Thank you for telling me that. Off a dusty corridor in an industrial block in working class Kwantung, a self-proclaimed spiritual guide sells amulets laced with human bone fragments sourced from Thailand and tends to her makeshift shrine. Children's toys hang right next to religious statuettes among droplets of wax and incense ash. An open box of pizza with congealed cheese lies on the floor next to fruit that has begun to rot. These are offerings to the ghosts and spirits believed to reside here. With a disarming smile, the spiritual guide, a Hong Konger in her 30s called Cat, pulls out one object after another from her glass cabinet. A golden amulet shaped like a skull with red eyes. A small tin containing a fragment of a human skull. A vial of oils she says were extracted by a monk from the chin of a corpse. A keychain with an illustration of the fetus on the front. She sells each object for upwards of a Hong Kong 1,000. What's a Hong Kong thing called? Oh, um, uh, uh, let's find that out right now. Oh, it's called a Hong Kong dollar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, literally. The Hong Kong dollar is the official currency of Hong Kong. Wow. Wow. They couldn't come up with their own thing. Right. All that technology you can't Just come up with your own Americans. thing. Fine. She sells each object for an upwards of 1,000 Hong Kong dollars. They contain spirits or ghosts that will help the owner move forward in life, she says. Some assist with matters of the heart. Others bring financial success. Some imbue masculine prowess. Others feminine wiles the logic underpinning the system is often karmic save a lost soul and he or she will save you quote i first started seeing stores like these in hong kong in 2008 and 2009 says city university anthropologist thomas Patton, who specializes in the modern day cross fertilizations of thai buddhism across the region i'd say that's when the industry started to take off Hong Kong celebrities, including Jackie Chan, have been spotted wearing Lucky Thai amulets. This was a factor that helped create a market for them in the city. Prior to that, they only had previously taken off in any large degree in Singapore. Patton says that the Hong Kongers, most drawn to the world of amulets and Thai sorcery, are working class people hit by the 2008 global financial crisis. 
Businessmen, however, are also drawn to the practice, as are lovelorn women. People who like to collect things are also customers. A free consultation is required before any purchase at the Kwantung store. Like a therapist, the vendor will listen with empathy to your woes and determine which spirit is the most appropriate to call upon for assistance. Sometimes, she might not even prescribe a purchase. With a kindness that lends to her an air of authenticity, she will give practical advice free of charge. Huh. So basically, if you go in there and you tell her your problem and she's like, yeah, you're, you, I can't help you with an amulet. Let right. me just give you advice. So like, hey. Wait, hold on. You're, are you saying amulet? Like, yeah, like an am- amulet. It's an amulet. Amulet. Holy shit, Natalia. What's amulet? Amulet? Like an omelet? Amulet. Amulet. No, amulet. 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 It's amulet, yeah. Amulet. It doesn't matter. Have you thought that your whole life? I'm sorry. I cut this out. No. You got to replace every time you say amulet with a pre-recorded voice that says amulet. Amulet sounds like classy and cool. And amulet sounds like... So basically what you're telling me... I'm pronouncing it Hong Kong, okay? Oh, okay. It's amulet. Okay. So basically... (laughs) basically should we just start over no no it's fine okay so basically what you're telling me is that this woman sells amulets and that she some of them are like fetuses or like they're the spirits of like thing like humans that have passed over so it'll be a token trap spirit right it'll be a token from you know like a child that died or or a baby that was unborn or something like that and then they'll take like a piece of hair or bone fragment or like a fetus and turn it into an uh, amulet okay and then you are now responsible for taking care of that amulet and in exchange you'll get the thing that you need unless you're just so Unless you're like, hey, I want, yeah, I want something dumb, and then she's like, hey, don't want that. I guess if you went in, you're like, uh, I wish I could be, you know, I want to lose ten pounds. Like maybe she'd be she'll... like, go on a diet. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But she also might sell you an amulet to okay. help you. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe we she just says that she'll do that so that people don't feel like they're getting ripped off because they're like, oh, if she wasn't able to help me, she would just give me advice. Yeah, okay. It's like karma. So you take this lost soul and you take care of it, then. It'll help you. Okay. It's like good karma, right? Any purchase, quote, depends on who or what you want to attract into your life, she says in Cantonese, drawing upon the teachings of a Buddhist monk whom she sought out in Thailand. She gestures to pictures of him pinned to her wall. It is this monk who consecrates each object in the shop, she says, infusing in them the spirit or ghost enlisted to do the bidding of the new owner in return for redemption. So you you help the ghost and then they do the bidding of the new owner in return for being redeemed. Okay. She pulls out an amulet with an illustration of a mother (laughs) and child. This lady killed herself while she was pregnant, she says. The monk had to make many of these amulets to ensure the woman's tortured spirit had a greater chance of being redeemed from the help of the living. Wait, why? I'm sorry. Why is the woman tortured, though? She wasn't. uh, She was tortured because she killed herself while she was pregnant. So she was a really tortured soul, right? Okay. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. So she would turn into like an angry spirit or an angry ghost. Okay. So he and the monk was like, okay, we got to make a ton of amulets off of this so that like one of these will go to someone who does a good job and like sets her free because they take care of her and show her love or something. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So. So basically, if you're super depressed in this culture... Yes. You shouldn't kill yourself because now you're going to rely on a stranger to free your soul. Right. Okay. We should. Well, you shouldn't kill yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you also shouldn't kill yourself anyway. But I mean, like maybe culturally <laughs> they're more 
<laughs> right. Against suicide. You guys, if you're contemplating suicide, just know that you might be turned into like a piece of jewelry for Jackie Chan. <laughs> so there are some things there are some things worse than than killing yourself and that might be and one. And that might be it. Because yeah. did you know that Jackie Chan, his daughter is like a lesbian or something, so he disowned her? No, it's a sign that he's because he's a drug addict. Oh, I'm wrong. Did you know that Jackie Chan disowned his son because, because his son a does drug drugs? Addict? Yeah. Wow. I do now. Okay. <laughs> so basically, you don't want to kill yourself, you guys. If, right. Because you could turn into a necklace. Right. And Jackie Chan, who turns out is kind of a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Also, don't you want to know what, what happens? Don't you want to find out I what happens know. on the next episode? I literally, I want to live to be 500. Not because I'm particularly happy, but because I need to know <laughs> well, how when we find aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Squeezed on a worn sofa are three men smoking cigarettes, fastening necklace change to the occult paraphernalia. And in a leather chair sits a toy doll with an impish grin and penetrating plastic eyes. Penetrating. We are told that the doll contains the spirit of an aborted baby. Oh, geez. I used to feel sad about my life before I came here, says a burly man in his 40s who works in construction management. He has joined the plastic doll in the chair, carefully balancing it on his knee and whispering sweet nothings into the doll's ear. Now things seem to make more sense, and I feel better. He says he comes to the store regularly, refers to the shop vendor as Big Sister, and the people who visit regularly as his family. He speaks tenderly and pityingly of the toy doll, which is passed around the group for nurturing. For people who have trouble dealing with other humans, helping ghosts may be more straightforward and satisfying, even though Chinese tradition suggests staying as far away from ghosts as possible. But these aren't really ghosts, right? These are spirits that need help being freed. When I think of a ghost, I don't think of this. Right, because this is a new type of ghost. I think of like a ghost... That's just like randomly roaming around somewhere, haunting the shit out of people with like no end in mind. So that's what these are. But then a monk takes that spirit and puts it into something and then someone takes care of it so that it doesn't have to roam around endlessly. Okay. Endlessly. It can get redemption. Like it can pass on to the other side because it experiences love and nurturing. I like this better than American ghosts. Traditionally, families left offerings out for ghosts, but did not interact with them so directly unless with the help of some sort of shaman or Taoist priest. That Hong Kongers are dealing with ghosts in this way is also unusual in that, to the Chinese, when it comes to paranormal assistance, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Some Taiwanese and Chinese have tried to get help from ghosts, such as help in picking lottery numbers. These yin forces, however, will exact repayment in other forms. You may die sooner or you'll suffer more in the underworld or in reincarnation. So any help that the ghosts give is at a price. And that's not something that's foreign to us. Like we've talked about black magic before. Definitely. If you want something powerful to happen, you have to have a powerful sacrifice. So that's like the same idea. It's like, okay, if we help you win the lottery, then if your life here in the present is really good, your life in the afterworld will be like poor. Yeah, right. Or like, you know, even or someone of someone selling their soul to the devil to get fame. Yeah, right? but they'll like, die earlier because. Yeah. Right. Or they go to hell. You right. Know? Yeah. Or like someone that they love. like Eternal damnation. Yeah. Yes. The plastic doll is called a looktep. And I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. I asked my friend who speaks Thai if she could help me. 
and she hasn't responded back probably because she's like why the fuck are you saying this is this julie yes yeah she's probably like <laughs> um this haunted bitch is like trying to hunt me get I'm me not to like respond. do an incantation that's gonna yeah fuck us all up and then i tried to find the pronunciation on youtube but it was like the same thing like nobody actually wants to say this out loud the majority of videos i watched on it were like text. that macintosh tosh voice where you like type something oh, in and then it's uh-huh. like text to voice right so it was pronouncing it incorrectly too so it's spelled l-u-k space t-h-e-p and it's thai so i'm just gonna say luck tip but i was already pronouncing amulet wrong (laughs) reportedly so i'm not a hundred percent that this is the right way uh we got a comment the other day that i pronounced new newfoundland wrong i said newfoundland Mm because that's how it's spelled and apparently it's newfoundland that's a dog that person's wrong yeah the place is newfoundland yes because it's a newfoundland literally and newfoundland is a dog also if you're spelling something new found land i'm gonna pronounce it that way also if you want it to be newfoundland then it's n e w f i n l e n d newfoundland right yeah i also don't think it's cool to make fun of people for pronouncing things wrong steven because it means that they <laughs> learned it by reading it oh the amulet thing you should have known since a child i'm my family doesn't have a like a sorcery shop <laughs> okay i am not the child that pulled the sword from the stone <laughs> in king arthur's court so the plastic doll that this man is caring for as a child is called a look or a look and it's a hyper realistic doll that's infused with a spirit you take care of the dolls as, as you would a child, and it brings you fortune. So here's some pictures of these dolls. Oh, those are hyper-realistic. Um, so this first one... It's cute, right? Yeah, it's cute. Um, I wouldn't want it to be alone on a shelf in the dark. Yeah, no, it, it looks like a real baby. It looks like it's just a hyper-realistic like porcelain baby doll. Do you remember in um, episode seven, The Phantom Cosmonauts, we talked about Uncanny Valley? Yes. This is Uncanny Valley, where something looks super realistic, but because it's not real, it's like a little bit off and your brain is like uncomfortable. It looks like what a baby wish it looked like. Like this is like the baby plastic surgery. Yeah. You know, like babies are going to see this baby and be like, do I need to lose weight? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that SNL sketch about baby Spanx? No. They make Spanx for babies. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Luktep, which is commonly translated as child angels, are believed to be inhabited by spirits that bring good fortune. There are a few places that the dolls don't go. They're carried through the street markets. They receive blowouts at salons. They take up seats on airplanes. They're even served restaurant meals. So it's like when you see little girls carrying their American girl dolls like all over the place. Right. It's the same thing. But like these are grown adults that are carrying around a baby doll. And in some cases, you don't even realize it's fake because they're like pushing it around in a stroller or they buy it like a plane ticket next to them on the airplane or it sits in their lap or you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's people that do that in the US, but those people are really weird because it's people that like wish they had a baby and then couldn't have it whereas you're saying in hong kong if you see somebody pushing it around it's like a trapped soul within a baby that right that yeah, they're taking care of because that's so much less weird i mean it kind <laughs> of is because in the in the, the first one is just sad we're like right. you know they can't have a baby or they don't want to adopt or whatever so they're like i guess i just need to have this baby doll to like fulfill my like 
mother nurturing instinct whereas this one is like there's a means to the end right like you're carrying after this doll but it's not entirely inanimate because Mm -hmm. there's something living inside of it or maybe those people that we see carrying around dolls have this and we just didn't know it we just didn't know it maybe there's a whole secret society in the u.s that does this i believe it i believe it i believe anything at first glance the dolls which seem to be popular among middle class middle-aged women might appear to reflect thailand's low fertility rate which i didn't know this but did you know thailand's fertility rate has plummeted uh has plummeted in recent decades from six children per woman to 1.5 no yeah it's a rate that's below most of the neighboring countries too huh so yet close observers say that the look tep craze is more strongly connected to thailand's complex religiosity nearly 95 percent of thais practice buddhism many also make offerings to hindu gods and the country has a long tradition of object worship which is thought to have roots in animism so all of these cultural practices are sort of culminated in the idea that perhaps this like object, this doll might right. have this spirit in it that a monk put in there. And you can also, so it's like oh. from Buddha, from Buddhism or whatever, like you get your karma by helping this spirit. And then from animism, it's like an inanimate object has like this power. And then from Hinduism, it's like, I don't know whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Okay, so like it, so basically it's a perfect storm of all of these cultural beliefs coming right. together. So people in this area are like, yes, we're fu- we're on board because it this has a is, wide audience. Yeah, wide audience. Totally. Got it. Mei Ning, a doll seller and self-professed master of Hindu ritual, is widely credited as the first person to transform plastic dolls into sacred looktap. Last year, Thai celebrities started posting photos of the dolls on social media and crediting them with bringing good fortune. One radio DJ said that his lifeless lookalike, a doll named Wan Sai, had helped him recoup a lost job and later land a film gig. Ever since, assorted Buddhist monks Fortune tellers and other enterprising individuals have been conducting rituals that promise to imbue dolls with spirits. People in turn have been shelling out hundreds of dollars for the dolls, a down payment perhaps on future prosperity. Quote, these are my children, one businesswoman told the Bangkok Post, referring to her doll collection. My children are part of my success. Press accounts of the Luktep fad pose it that the dolls are also a manifestation of growing public unease over the past couple of years as Thailand has experienced a political coup and a declining economy. And yet the dolls themselves are prompting certain anxieties. Prime Minister Prayuth Chanocha, for one, has urged look to purchasers not to squander their money on the dolls that they might need for practical things. The Supreme Sangha Council, the assembly of Buddhist monks that oversees Thai Buddhism, hasn't weighed in yet, but at least one senior monk has condemned the craze as anti Buddhist. Meanwhile, a hotel in Fayao has gone so far as to ban Luktep entirely, warning that the plastic guests might leave more traditional flesh and blood ones feeling paranoid. So basically, no one knows what to do with this doll thing. Yeah. You have some, supposedly they're supposed to be like imbued with a spirit by a Buddhist monk, but then you have some of these Buddhist monks saying this is like anti-Buddhism. That, yeah. And then the prime minister is like, okay, you guys want these things to bring you more money. How about instead of spending like hundreds of dollars on a, <laughs> on doll, a doll, you save that money and use it towards something that can help you. Wow. That sounds like my parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you, you guys just don't get it. Yeah. Like, oh y- yeah. Like Ali, you're complaining about like you can't afford a, uh, to put gas in your car well why did you buy that pair of jeans the other day and to that i say that's a good that's a good question and you'll be like i get it mom sometimes you gotta spend money to make money okay? yes do you see how good my butt looks in these jeans <laughs> exactly yes and everyone else does too exactly and that makes me feel good donate to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> so this 
idea of these dolls bringing prosperity and good luck do you think it's it's a good thing a bad thing or what what do you think about it do you have a judgment at all or are you just like observing? okay i think from everything you've told me so far me like as myself like living in california with the life experience i have i would feel paranoid about someone giving me a doll or buying a doll for myself that had another living soul inside of it Here's right some more pictures of them oh no see that's terrifying oh my god that's a doll yeah they're both dolls oh that's scary the one on the left looks fine to me it's like whatever but <laughs> the one on the right is like it's making a crying face that's what babies do i know but like i don't want a permanent crying face with a lost soul trapped inside in yeah. my house see so- to me it's the lost soul trapped inside is like a little disarming but also if that lost soul will like give me if I'll be like, you know, yeah. Oprah, then maybe I'm down. I guess that's true. I I, th- I think maybe that is the key. Like if I knew that taking care, if I had a guarantee, if I was like, okay, I'm going to take care of this doll for six months and in exchange, the soul is set free. I get to feel good about that. Right. Um, nothing haunted is going to happen to me. This doll is not going to watch me like in, you know, I don't know. This doll is like not going to watch me be embarrassing, but I also get to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. like, I'll take care of a creepy doll for six months if I get a billion dollars yeah. or a million dollars. I'll do it. Look, I'll do it for like $10. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. put this haunted doll in my dash if it means that I'll find free parking anywhere I go. Yes, exactly. Right. If I never have to put another coin in a meter for the rest of my life, I will watch this doll for five months. So how do you think these monks supposedly get these spirits? That's a good question because you also said that... So, okay, I understand the fetus thing, right? Because that could be like an abortion clinic. I don't know if there's abortion clinics in Thailand, but for one of those things, you said it was an aborted fetus. Mm -hmm. So if there's clinics that um, have like biohazard waste, maybe they're like dumpster diving and they're pulling the biohazard waste out of the dumpsters and putting them into amulets to like help free the lost souls of these fetuses. You really have a lot of faith in humanity, don't you? Huh. This is body snatching? <laughs> so This is you, a body snatching story? Have you ever heard of a kumintang? No, but is it? No. What is it? So kumintang, which is Thai, so I could be pronouncing it wrong. It's K-U-M-A-N space T-H-O-N-G, is a household divinity of Thai folk religion. It's believed to bring luck and fortune to the owner if properly revered. Kumin, or kumara, which means sanctified young boy, and oh, tong, no. which means golden. So can you guess what a kumintang might be? A golden young boy. So is it the firstborn of a family? Oh, you have so much faith in humanity. The authentic kumintang originated as a practice of necromancy. Oh, shit. This is a necromancy story. They were obtained from desiccated fetuses of children who had died whilst in their mother's womb. The witch doctors were said to have the power to invoke these stillborn babies, adopt them as their children, and use them to help them in their endeavors. According to ancient Thai manuscripts used by practitioners of black magic, First, the unborn fetus was surgically removed from the womb of its mother. What? Then the body of the child would be taken to a cemetery for the conduction of the proper ceremonial ritual to invoke a kumintang. The body was roasted until dry, oh! whilst the witch doctor chanted incantations of magical script. Wait, Natalia, pause. This is real? This is real. Like, this is stuff, this is something that has, like, for sure happened. This gets worse. 
Once the rite was completed, the dry roasted cumin was painted with yalak, which is a kind of lacquer used to cover amulets and takrit with gold leaf. And the body was covered in gold leaf. Thus, this effigy received the name of Kumintang, which means golden little boy. So it's a fetus that has been roasted and then covered in gold leaf. And I'm getting turned, like chest pain. And this turned is- into like a little golden fetus statuette. Some cumin effigies were soaked in nam man fry, which is a kind of oil extracted by burning a candle close to the chin of a dead child or person who died in violent circumstances or an unnatural death. This is much less common now because this practice is now illegal if using fat from human babies for the consecrating oil. Occasionally, there are still some amulets obtained through the authentic methods appearing in the market. Some years ago, a famous monk was expelled from the Buddhist Sangha for roasting a baby. He was convicted, but later continued to make magic as a layperson after his release. What do you think of that? I'm like this. I have so many bad vibes right now. Like, I feel like uh, like an invisible blanket was like thrown over me. Like, you know, like a super cold like when you flip over your pillow and it's the cold side of a pillow right and it like sometimes it feels kind of nice and other times you're like oh that's a little chilly let me like warm this up with my brain yeah okay this is like a cold pillowcase was just thrown over my body and i am inside of it right now i have horrible vibes haunted haunted horrible vibes so you this roasted fetus thing you're like that's not a thing anymore right right it it can't be right that has to be illegal It is illegal. Okay. But recently, in the past 10 years, people have been found with these fetuses on them. British citizen Chow Hak Kun, who was 28, was arrested in Thailand after police found six fetal corpses in his luggage, according to The Independent. The bodies, which belonged to the fetuses between two and seven months old. Seven months? That's so far along. Had been roasted and some were covered in gold leaf. No. Thai police made the discovery after receiving a tip that Black Magic Services website was offering fetuses for sale, according to the New York Daily News. Roasting fetuses and covering them in gold is part of black magical ritual called kumintang, which means golden child in Thai. The preserved bodies are thought to bring good luck and fortune to the owner, according to the International Business Times. Authorities believe that Chow was planning to smuggle the fetuses to his native Taiwan, where one corpse could sell for 200,000 Thai baht, or $6,376. Chow faces up to a year in prison on charges of hiding and covering dead bodies. According to CNN, investigators say it's unclear where the fetuses come from. Okay, I was just about to ask that. Though forensic tests are currently being conducted on the bodies. Okay, because I have thoughts. Are these... Okay, because on one hand, you said, like, miscarriages. I heard you say that earlier. Right. Which would be, like, through nobody's fault, you know, like, whatever. And then this witch doctor that's supposed to be helping the woman takes away the body and uses it for a weird ritual instead of disposing of it right on the other hand you had my wholesome theory or wholesome in quotation marks like (laughs) of you know biohazard waste that is being harvested like dumpster diving right right and using that okay but then you've got you told me earlier that the witch doctor sometimes surgically removes the fetus so Mm -hmm. is this like a are women being forced that's to what, get their fetuses surgically removed it's super unclear because yeah. this is an illegal practice now but you still have people doing it and they're selling this stuff on the black market 
and I even have a website where you can buy these things. I wanted no. to show it to you. So here's, look, right now what? on Bonanza.com, it says Magic Thai Amulet, Holy Land, Gumantong, Mix 7 Cremator, Old, Authentic Asian, $2,300. And look, so you can still Jeez. find these things. So you just I'm have looking, to know where to look. Natalia's showing me this baby for sale this uh on bonanza.com which is like a, a ghetto ebay gold leaf it's it looks it's literally a, a corpse of a fetus like it right. has a full face arms legs and it's covered and in it's gold roasted. leaf it's roasted it's disgusting it's ships from spain and and there's like 11 transactions so 11 people have purchased these uh-huh. How is this legal? I mean, and like, guess what the guess what the name of the seller who's selling oh these my God. dead Can babies I tell is them? called? Yes. Okay, the name of the seller is Life Loves You. And this person said bought haunted ritual direct binding uh, evil witch necromancer dead spirit power death. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, let's just read some of these reviews. This person who bought haunted ritual direct binding evil witch necromancer dead spirit power death said what? Working with this buyer was fantastic. I would recommend selling to them. And then what? someone else bought normal casting, weight loss spell, weight loss magic, reduce weight ritual. Said this buyer was a pleasure to work with. This person bought rare 200 times full coven blood moon eclipse boost power of spells magnifying magic. And it says lovely customer. This person bought vampire spell transformation mental skills wiccan spells cast mercari witchcraft i don't understand someone else cast a powerful ritual to remove all the negative energy placed on you no wait this is stuff that this person has bought right because this is the seller and that's why they're saying this buyer is a pleasure to work with oh my god because life loves you is selling fetuses but is buying things to keep negative vibes off of them and they're buying stuff for what is this vampire stuff too this is freaking me this out is evil haunted female cat familiar what okay anyways this is this is haunted this needs to be its own i feel episode. like i shouldn't even look at this website this like is this freaking is freaking me so out haunted so that's that is what i'm saying here's oh! some more tongue oh my god no here's some Natalia, more this is so so here's a picture of what was in that guy's bag that they found Jeez. it literally okay so let me fetuses. describe it we're gonna post these to the instagram but it looks like it's two fetuses Wait, in a cardboard a, box here's a better picture and they're covered oh god it's one fetus is smaller the other one is like a fully formed yeah baby. seven months wow and it's they're covered in gold and they're like roasted you can tell they're roasted yeah it's it's really freaking me out jesus i wonder if our instagram is going to get reported if we post these so now you might be asking yourself because right it's first you're like okay does it you know what is this and then secondly you're like okay well how do they do it and right. then you're like where do you get them from now probably wondering like how did this even start yeah. right like how did this start so the thai occult tradition of kumantong originated in 19th century poet sun thon fu's novel kun chang kun pan in the story, Kunpan, a high-ranking soldier close to the king, earns the favor of a powerful sorcerer. The sorcerer takes such a liking to Kunpan that he offers his daughter in marriage. Unfortunately, sometime after Kunpan learns of his wife's pregnancy, Kunpan and his father-in-law 
begin arguing so much that the sorcerer plots to have Kunpan killed. Kunpan discovers that his wife has been commanded by her father to poison him, and in a vengeful rage, Kunpan cuts his own child out of his wife. With the bloody fetus in hand, Kunpan builds a fire at a temple, placing the body on a grill after wrapping it in pieces of sacred cloth covered in prayers. While Kunpan chants prayers, the roasting soon reduces the fetus to a dried-out husk, with only paper-thin skin stretched over a skeleton. At the end of the ritual, the violently aborted child has become a ghost with whom Kunpan can speak and communicate, a sort of guardian spirit for his father. I don't like this. Nicole I don't understand yet. that story. Just first of all, it doesn't make sense. It's like, this is fictional, though. This was someone wrote a story. I know, but like, and then people took it literally, like Scientology, and they yes. were like, "Let's do this. This makes sense." It does, but it didn't even make sense in the story. He's like, "Okay, let me cut my fetus out of the wife, and now I can talk to it." It's like you could have talked to it if it grown into a fucking person. Yeah, right. Okay, so belief in Kumintong is, it's debated like exactly where it started, but they think it started in southern Thailand with widespread belief that the productive ghost children could warn against any dangers that threatened a household. Why? Because that's kind of what necromancy is, right? When something dies, we think it has like more information because it can talk to the spirit right. world. Yeah, you did a whole episode on necromancy. Yes. So ancient manuscripts detailed additional steps on how to make Kumintong, such as requiring the ritual to be completed before dawn in a cemetery and painting the dry roasted baby with lacquer before applying gold leaf. While there are Thai laws against using human-derived products for consecrating kumintong, occasional stories of more authentic charms still arise, giving glimpses into the extent of underground markets for these disturbing artifacts. In another high-profile case in 1995, a Buddhist novice named Samen Han Raksachit was arrested after a video surfaced of him piercing, bleeding, roasting, chanting, and collecting the meaty drippings of a baby at Wat Nong Rakam in Sarburi province. He had been selling the fatty liquid as Yasane, which is lust medicine, to monastery visitors. Raksachit was forced out of the monastery and arrested, but he did not serve any jail time. So this guy was caught on video roasting yes. a baby yes have you seen the video no does it exist Can i we, d we should, we'll look for it okay disgusting other reported cases of kubantong involve people buying fetal corpses from illegal abortion clinics oh in june of 2010 14 dead babies were uncovered in an abandoned rural home in uban rachatani province and a former nurse was charged with illicitly selling the corpses for $30. Later that year in November, 348 aborted fetuses were found wrapped in putrid plastic bags at a Buddhist monastery in Wat Pai Nongyant, the heart of Bangkok. They had been bought from five different illegal abortion clinics with the goal of sale to magicians and amulet dealers. Once the news broke, hundreds of people swarmed the monastery to chant for the deceased fetuses, and some even asked whether the corpses would be made available for ritual use. <laughs> even today, one can find for sale at various temples small wooden statues of a boy with a hair in his topknot, sitting with his hands in prayer. At the most innocuous form of Kumantong, some of the most valued effigies are carved from the wood of demolished Buddhist temples because it's believed that the building itself soaked up up the sacredness from the monks who sat inside and chanted prayers. Unfortunately, black magic may still be involved because it's believed that the most powerful of all these charms are bathed in the extracted fat of the dead child or adult no. who died under violent circumstances. I don't want that. Caring for these statues has its own set of guidelines requiring the owner to place it on a shelf and offer it cups of milk and sweet drinks. Kumintang are allegedly able to see and hear for a distance of 20,000 kilometers, giving ample oh. protection to any household. 
Occasionally, however, the Kumantong are believed to be tricksters with a particular fondness for teasing small children. When this happens, the owner is supposed to chastise the spirit by striking it lightly with a wooden rod while speaking to it in a stern tone. When someone is no longer able to care for the Kumantong in the proper fashion, he or she can dispose of it only at a temple. What do you think of this? All right. So first of all, this just goes to show how privileged I am because I'm like biohazard bags at legal <laughs> abortion clinics. Oh, turns out abortion's not legal in Thailand. So yes. now it kind of makes sense. So rather than, you know, like a doctor taking right. with sterilized instruments, taking out the fetus, mm-hmm. putting it in a biohazard bag, disposing of it properly, we could be talking about, you know, this nurse who's mm-hmm. selling the babies on the black market or or fetuses on the black market i don't want to trigger anybody or it could be like a witch doctor that's cutting it out well you have to assume that whoever's cutting it out is already like breaking the law because not only are they selling a fetus on the black market they're also taking a you know they're performing an abortion which is illegal in thailand anyways yeah so yeah it's not something that can even be closely monitored because you're not supposed to be having abortions anyways right so in you know and nobody would know that this person is pregnant presumably right Right. because they're going in the cover of night to a secret abortion clinic right and so there's no way to track where these body parts are going or where these fetuses are going and if they're removing a seven-month-old fetus i mean that is basically like there are preemie babies that are born at seven months so it's gonna look like a baby right Right. yeah okay i understand now so now my next question to you is do you wonder if this works or not, right? Like, why go through all of this stuff? Do you think this works? Jackie yeah. Chan's wearing one. Right. If this works, this, to me, and again, I understand that this is cultural, and so maybe I'm just not understanding. So, from But from my background, to me, this is black magic. Like, yes. nothing good can come of this. Like, maybe you get famous, but in the next life you burn. Like, maybe you win the lottery, but you're, all of your loved ones pass away in, under horrible circumstances. You know, like, this to me seems like karma would come back and, like, bite you in the ass. I don't know. This seems, like, bad. Well, lucky for us, I know somebody who has direct experience with Kumantong. How? Because I live next to Lydia. Oh, shit. Lydia knows about these? <laughs> yes. Her family's from China. And she told me a couple stories about this Kumantong. That's how I found out about this story in the first place. Oh, shit. So we're going to call her right now and talk to her directly about it. Oh, my so, God. I'm so excited. So we are calling Lydia, my neighbor. Well, hi, like, Nat. Hi, Alyssa. Hi, Lydia. We're excited to hi. hear about your experience with these haunted... Fetuses. Fetus amulets. So where is your family from exactly where they're like having experiences with these? My family's from China, but the story I was going to tell you guys is like about a friend, roommate from NYU, I think, and he's from Malaysia. Okay. I mean, generally, I think this whole like baby ghost thing is kind of like an Asian thing. I'm not sure exactly like what part of Asia this like whatever you want to call it, like myth or like story or science comes from. It's mostly in Asia and very popular among like celebrity groups and people who are into like film and pop culture and stuff. Entertainment people, film industry (laughs) people or musicians. It has a lot to do with like the idea of like fame and success, I think. I mean, it's not like. You know, like a normal business owner in like China or Malaysia don't just have a baby ghost. It's mostly in like the entertainment groups. 
Anyways, okay. So I have a friend. He is just starting out to become like somewhat of like a little celebrity in China. He does music and some acting and modeling. And I think about a year ago, I was hanging out with him and his manager and his agent. We're at a small bar. I think it's like around nighttime. And I was talking to them about Ouija board superstition. And we started talking about the thing where celebrities get baby ghosts. And she told me the story where when she was just starting out in her agency, so that's my, my friend's manager. She said when she was just starting out in her agency, they had a little trip with all of her coworkers. Their company had like a retreat. And they were out in some countryside area of China. And they were doing two people per room for like a double bedroom. There was like about like 15, 20 people in the company and they're all going. And she was roommates with this guy. And during the first night she stayed there, she woke up in the middle of the night and she saw this little Asian boy around like four or five sitting on her and was like playing with her hair she wasn't fully sure if that's like something she really saw or if that was like a dream but either way like she she thought that was really weird she remember like not being able to breathe she felt like something was like literally pressing on her chest and after she woke up she told her roommate about this she was like oh like last night i had like this really weird like vision or dream or whatever it was where this little asian boy was like like a ghost was like sitting on me and then her roommate got really freaked out and he was asking like a lot of questions like oh what color was his eyes what did he look like what was he wearing how old was he she thought it was kind of weird but like she kind of just answered she was like oh he was around like four or five like a very like pretty looking asian boy was like short hair wearing kind of like a like a reddish blouse and later that night before they went to bed again the second day of the retreat her roommate said, oh, um, so about the little boy that you saw last night, he is this ghost that I purchased from Thailand to help me boost my fame. And I told him to stay on my side of the room tonight so he won't be bothering you anymore. <gasps> Jeez. What? Yeah, creepy, huh? So she can see the ghost sometimes? It's not just in this little token or amulet or it's not like just in the statue, like the ghost actually comes out and is an apparition? Yeah, I mean... From what I know about this whole situation is that they really do have, like, a spirit, whether it's, like, a dead fetus or, like, a dead child. But because the spirit is, like, hanging around this person, people who can see spirits will be able to see the little ghost. Like, a medium would actually see the ghost, but someone who's not a medium probably couldn't see it. That's what I know, but I'm not really sure. Does it work, though? Like, is your friend who has this dead baby spirit thing, are they successful? Is it working? I'm not sure because I didn't ask much about it. I just was like, oh, that's a cool story. But um, my dad, he used to be in the production industry. And then he also hears a lot of stories about people who have baby ghosts. I don't personally know anyone that has it. And I've, like, personally never seen it, like, work. But considering how popular it is among celebrities and, like, people in, like, the entertainment culture, I think they're could be a chance of it working or else like why do all of these people like have this right if it doesn't work yeah this is kind of almost like selling your soul you know how a lot of like celebrities do it the whole thing was a 28 club was like Kurt Cobain Amy Winehouse I feel like it's almost like that but like an Asian version of it you know like you get famous but in exchange you're kind of selling your soul yeah I mean that's kind of like the American like western version of it but in Asia is that you pay like a witch doctor for a baby (laughs) crazy which is like it's less 
risky than selling your soul because you're not really giving your soul. You're just paying money for like this spiritual thing. Some people see it as like a real dead fetus or other people see it as kind of like a lucky charm. You know, they don't see it like very literally. A dead baby is so, a lucky um, charm. So my cousin that I was talking to today, I mean, she, he's not actually my cousin, it's my cousin's boyfriend. He went to business school in NYU. And one time he was meeting some connections his roommate had, and they were all from Malaysia. And at dinner, there were three people, and then there were just like an extra bowl and a pair of chopsticks sitting on the table. And then he was asking his roommate, oh, is somebody else coming? And his roommate was like, oh, don't ask about that. So he didn't say anything. Afterwards, his roommate was like, oh, it's um, my friend. They bought like a baby ghost. The rule is that you're supposed to treat the baby ghost however you want to be treated or like how well you treat yourself so they always set aside a bow and a pair of chopsticks to feed the baby ghost so every dinner they go to they set aside like some food and like utensils it's like part of the ritual yeah well I- a lot of people see it as intent like if you're giving you will receive and other people see it as literally feeding this like spirit That's so interesting to me. I mean, in some ways, it's like if you treat yourself the way you think this baby needs to be treated or vice versa, it might inspire people to treat themselves better and then they'll manifest things because they're treating themselves better for this baby. Yeah. Something else that he told me about Malaysia is that in Malaysia, the casinos, they would build it on top of old burial grounds because they think that the spirit will drag your legs when you're about to leave to make you come and gamble more. So a thing in Malaysia is that people put candy under the tables where they're sitting when they're gambling. That way it's like a gift. For the spirits um, that are trying to drag you down? So that way they can leave? Yeah. Wow. So the candy will make the ghosts like appreciate you more and hopefully they will not drag you down when you're gambling. Like in Vegas, they just pump oxygen and stuff through there so that you just don't want to leave. And then in Malaysia, (laughs) it's so... Yeah, that's so metal. Yeah, that is pretty sick. But um, yeah, he told me that once he went there, literally in the casinos, people put candy and snacks like under where they're sitting. And it's like a common thing. Like everybody does it. Whoa. Whoa. I'm wrecked right now. I'm supposed to go to Vegas for a friend's birthday soon. And I'm going to bring candy just in case, even though it's not Malaysia. I'm going to throw candy under the poker table. I got one more story. And yes. I think this is like the craziest of all. Oh my gosh, tell it. I'm ready. Okay, so my cousin was telling me. So a few years ago, there was a murder that happened to a 13-year-old boy in China. After what happened, after the information the police released, a lot of people think this has to be tied to, like, the sacrifice of the baby ghost. So what happened was this boy, he was 13, and it was the 13th day after his birthday, which in China, the number 13 actually has not a lot to do with, like, the spiritual realm or luck or whatever that's more like a like a western thing but um they said that the 13th day after he turned 13 was like a very cloudy day it was like a very gloomy day and that was the day that he disappeared and how they found out he disappeared was his mother had a dream that the back door of their old family home got kicked down and he saw this figure of like a man walk in and then his mom felt really really strange And was like, oh, like, that's a really weird dream because she's never had any dreams like this. So she got a little bit worried because in China, the superstition is that if you have bad dreams, something bad could have, like, happened, like, in real life. And her son was in boarding school at the time. So she called the boarding school and then they said that her son wanted to visit their own family home, which was really weird. So she went to look for him and then she went to her old family home and then they saw the boy was hanging around a noose. 
like in the old house and the back door really was open she says the back door has not been used for ages so like when she saw it in her dream that it was open she felt really weird and the boy was wearing his sister's red bathing suit so it wasn't like boxers it was like a full-on like bodysuit like like a red leotard and he was tied with a noose and then he was also tied at the ankle with a rock under him and he was also bound both his arms like behind his back so he couldn't have done it himself basically no and then another thing is he had like a little needle prick on his forehead what would the needle prick be for they weren't really sure so like the police couldn't find out who did it the police tried to rule it out as a suicide because they really had no other stories but um somebody that's really into what would you call this like i don't even know the real name for the baby ghost thing it's called kumantong it's a thai word kumantong yeah. Okay. So somebody who is like really into the Kumantan said that they think that this was a sacrifice made to create a very powerful baby ghost. Oh. They killed this young person in this super horrible way so that they would be this really aggravated spirit in death that would need redemption. Yeah, yeah kind of. So in China, there's a saying about gold, the water, fire, and earth. Have you heard about that? It's like the different energies that you need. Gold, water, fire, and wood. One time I was getting my nails done and this woman, she was Chinese and I was telling her I felt like, oh, what color should I paint my nails because I want something lucky. And she told me that I needed more wood in my life. So she like painted my nails like a dark brown color. And she said that wood was Uh going to bring me luck. Is that what she was talking about? Yes. Because in China, it's saying that all of these things, if you have the power to all of these things, then you can become really lucky. So often somebody's missing one or missing two, and they try to like kind of make up for it by, for example, buying a really cool wood sculpture to put in their home or wearing red more often for the fire. Some people would have a little pond, a little like fish tank in front of their house to symbolize the water. People normally go to like a feng shui doctor and then they will tell you what you're missing. But they said somebody is most powerful and most lucky when they have all of them. So the boy was killed in like a very weird way. So the swimsuit, which was red and was wet, symbolizes the water and the fire. And his old family home was made completely of wood. His ankles were tied to like a rock, which symbolizes the ground. And the pressure point where they poked him with a needle on the forehead symbolized the goat. So this was like all of those things. Wow. Also, they said like at the age 13, I mean, which is normally a time where people hit puberty, is when the boys are like the most like antsy or whatever you want to call it. And then they also killed him on the most gloomy day of the year, the Lunar New Year. It's considered like the darkest day, which is like actually 13 days after his 13th birthday. Oh, shit. So yeah, so the people started talking about this and they're discussing this murder and they think that it had a lot to do with trying to create like a very powerful spirit like a baby ghost to like sell to another person so it's kind of debated where these baby ghosts come from then we don't really know where they're being made they just kind of appear places yeah yeah because that's the the creepiest part about it to me is we don't really know where these fetuses are coming from is it humane is it consensual we don't know yeah strange huh this was like one of those unsolved murders where people were talking a lot about it that's super interesting because i didn't find anything about that when i was doing my research so that's really helpful thank you lydia yeah no problem this is fun sharing with you guys yeah thank you lydia this is super eye-opening it's always cool to hear a first person perspective of someone who knows someone that has first-hand experience with the stuff we talk about yeah definitely really creepy because i heard the little boy who got murdered story like the first time tonight and i was just like wow like that's very cringe 
<laughs> that's very cringe also i have a question do you guys know like why is it all boys like baby boys no like, no did, did anything show up in your research no it didn't say whether it was baby boys or not it just said like fetuses it, but i guess oh my gosh it is baby boys though because it translates to golden little boy so i didn't even make that connection i just thought it was a fetus but you're right they are little boys yeah like from all the stories i've heard they're always boys so i was just curious too, if you guys found anything no i didn't that's interesting. Or maybe it's just Asian people being sexist and saying like, oh, I want a boy. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, like boy spirits might be more powerful than female spirits in that culture. I don't mm -hmm. know. Well, you can follow Lydia on Instagram. She's a photographer and a studio artist and her stuff is really creepy, but also cool. <laughs> it's at Lydia Wren, L-Y-D-I-A-R-E-N. And she also takes all the photos for my other account that's like weird photography. You got to check her out. Then you can see how haunted she is. Thank you, Lydia. Yay, thank you. Whoa. Whoa. We just got some haunted firsthand information. Yeah. So I guess I was thinking this was something that was, you know, super niche, that this was like some weird black magic stuff I was looking at. But she was making it sound like it's way more common yeah. than we think. Like, and like people know that celebrities are, are doing it. Yeah. 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 Huh. Haunted. This is creepy. like Illuminati shit. Right, like the most wealthy, powerful people on earth are doing this. So when my Lydia knows more than she's letting on. I think I would not doubt at all that Lydia has one of these things at her house. Yeah. She collects Furbies, like her whole house has Furbies. Oh, there's a spirit trapped in one of those Furbies. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I would not be surprised if each one of those Furbies has a spirit inside of it <laughs> which would honestly make so much sense yeah so the last thing i want to talk about is you might be wondering where you can find these so we showed someone something from bonanza.com but i also found this website called summongenie.com <laughs> what and you need to see this because what do you think summongenie.com is? I, okay. I mean, I'm thinking like genies grant wishes, right? So I think this is like summoning a spirit that's going to make your dreams come true. So look at summongenie.com and tell me what you experienced. Oh, well, this is a nightmare um, <laughs> is, is what I'm going to say. So this website, summongenie.com, at the top, it says experience unexplainable phenomena, ancient black magic that can change your destiny. Thousands followers experienced it, which is in improper grammar, but that's fine. <laughs> Summon genie real rituals by Aharn Patana. Real rituals that summon real genies to help you achieve what you desire most. You what do, you desire. What most. you desires most. If you do not know what to get, please contact us first. Most, oh, most extreme powerful Thai love binding and wealth attraction spells. 100% charity based, 100% nonprofit. Official donation receipt will be shipped to you. It's real Thai black magic. For some reason, I don't think the IRS would count this as a charitable donation. Yeah, well, I guess the charity is like they're releasing spirits, but yeah. you can buy like all these look tuck dolls and whatever black magic items. And there's something called Pry Tong, which is the king of ghosts. And then they also have gay and lesbian magic, which I'm not oh, sure what that is. Good for them. What is gay and lesbian magic? Oh, that you become gayer. <laughs> and then it's a information and warnings. Please note what we are summoning here is different from what you are seen or heard from other spellcasters. Spirits of aborted child are summoned here and are extremely powerful to help you with any desire you want. Please do not engage this service out of curiosity. It will be disrespectful. 
all rituals are done by our master of Chiang Mai through powerful Thai Cambodian black and white magic. Fulfill your innermost desires with powerful spell rituals. Can you click on the gay lesbian magic? I want to. I tried to. I couldn't find it. It's just more powerful than regular magic. It's not. Why? Because it's why are gay people more magical? You guys really don't know. No. Why gay magic is is more powerful than than regular magic? Please. And you guys are uh, paranormal and just a superstitious podcast in general. And you don't know why gay magic is more powerful than regular magic. And you're, and you do this kind of podcast. I, we do a topical podcast. We don't even talk about magic. And I know that gay magic is more powerful than regular magic. It's not like a. It's a no brainer. Thank you. Thank Steven. you, Stephen. <laughs> Most black magic spells you have come across online are 99% fake and scams. We don't profit and we don't keep asking for more money from you. (laughs) We want you to be successful and help you get what you want. And in return, you make merits for people who need help. There's a reason why you are here on this site. It is your life mission and believed to be a chosen one to help more people. Wow, Alyssa, does that mean we have to adopt a baby child spirit right now? I'm not going to do it. If you want to do it, I will. Oh, God, these pictures. Natalia is still scrolling as I'm talking and it just gets more and more haunted looking. Like we're going to post this on Instagram. Okay, so this disclaimer says all of our clients have experienced the followings upon successful performance of ritual. Please do not pay for our ritual if you are not comfortable with it. You will experience our conjured spirits around you or following you. Some have reported to us that they felt the spirits sitting on their shoulders and giving them the directions to their desires and helping them get out of dangers, avoid potential financial losses, attract opposite sex, attract money. It may feel eerie, but these spirits are summoned to help you and will never harm you. If you keep your promises you have for them what and your promises you can click on it what are your promises your promise what we conjure are spirits of babies like any other kids you have to entice them with gifts and toys to help you accomplish what you desire these spirits are extremely powerful they will help you achieve the desire you wish for upon payment you will be brought to a page where you choose what you will buy for them if they help you accomplish what you want our master will communicate and tell them your promises through the ritual please note that it is important to keep those promises once your goals are accomplished i wish my parents were like this oh like, look at all these toys you can buy ten dollar baby doll 29 dollar remote control cars 12 dollar model airplane testimonials it was a little eerie at first i felt the spirit on my tummy when i was lying down in bed but i knew it was just him bell from the united states and then patricia from singapore says oh my god this is so real i managed to sell five properties in two weeks which was much above my average sale since i've become a real estate agent i have delivered the promises to these cute little babies please run the ritual for me offer them the necklaces i have chosen thank you jeez i'm like kind of interested Wait, I want to... Okay, let's look at frequently frequently asked asked questions. Yeah, I have a lot of (laughs) questions. Frequently asked question. Question. I felt really uncomfortable after the ritual. I'm scared of it. What do I do? Answer. Please email us ASAP and we will summon the child away. However, you have to deliver your initial promises to the child. Note that this is not for fun and please do not purchase a ritual just for curiosity. They are extremely powerful. Time of ritual. White magic summoning are done 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Black magic summoning will only be done at 1 a.m. They do black magic. They call it black magic summonings. Like you can order a black magic right. baby. Yeah, it says like because some of these on the side are gain respect from people, get out of danger, get promoted in a job, win lottery or casino, windfall of money, extremely powerful love and attraction, increase sales, increase charm, increase charisma. Okay, I don't want to start an unfounded rumor, but now 
like it keeps saying attract opposite sex. Is this what the gay lesbian magic is? Like you want them to take away the gay? Because it keeps saying attract opposite sex. Oh, right. <laughs> It yeah. just say attract sex. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, why opposite sex? So. Wow, that would be so annoying to me if I was a very gay person and then like all of these straight people kept coming up to me like hetero trying to like get my attention. I was yeah, like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. What are black magic items? Okay, if we click on black magic items. Wow, the black magic Whoa. things look super scary. $599 for a fetus. A black magic fetus. Guaranteed the most powerful and effective black magic from Thailand. You can get a, a Hoon Payon, which is a powerful spirit bodyguard, which will protect you and watch over you wherever you go. You'll protect your assets and become your bodyguard against enemies and backstabbers. Powerful batch using special 108 days candle ritual by Master Patana. Hoon Payon will give you an illusion to enemies that you are stronger and accompanied by bodyguards around you and will make anyone who wants to harm you go away. So it's basically giving you your own like mad ghosts. Whoa. The black magic ring, which is limited to a hundred yearly, has a bell to activate a spirit and 50 holy items and ashes inside, which will help the wearer to attract wealth and guided towards gambling, unexpected windfall of money lottery, and it's made with a mix of 15 holy oils, four times cemetery oils, and 108 days of prayers and chanting by Aharn Patana. Wear it to casinos and when buying lottery tickets or poker games for any gambling activities, shake and ring the bell to activate and bring assisting spirit by your side. Okay, somebody from our listeners, can somebody buy one of these? Oh my gosh, it's a shroud that is the extreme sexual attraction shroud for any sexes. Make someone fall in love with you deeply and madly. Natalia, it says, this is a piece of shroud used to cover dead body of woman died in accidents. Very powerful and effective in sexual attraction. What? Chanted for 30 days by Hajarn Patana. Will not bring bad energies to your home. A special chant will be given $399 Wait, USD. so you have to put this over a dead body? I think they put it over a dead body of a woman that died in a horrible accident. I'm so scared <laughs> I right am now. so terrified wait there's another ring it's wealth called wealth enhancement mm -hmm. ring it will help wear to attract wealth and opportunity unexpected windfall of money success at business and sales made with a mix of 20 holy items holy oil four times cemetery soil wear it to business meetings okay if you wear this ring to a business meeting no I would not do business with someone wearing signing this ring. of a contract make wearers look attractive to clients and wearers words become convincing a chant will be given to activate for use $128 here's the charm of sexual love enhancement it says it has ashes gold flakes blood prey oil and cemetery soil a powerful sexual enhancing and love attraction amulet this can help attract opposite sex and make someone fall in love with you the amulet is worn usually if you want lasting love it contains a child spirit pry oil dried blood and one-time cemetery soil no spiritual energy of these amulets is strong enough to affect one's mind and make your target fall in love with you gradually wear this and learn the chant to activate and call upon rukyam spirit to bring you the targeted person and make a vow to the rukyam these amulets have been chanted and been through five years of daily chanting and incense burning by ajar and patana a special chant to activate and call upon the rukyam spirit will be given to you and they're sold out Jeez. This is another one for um, attracting women, the sexual attraction of women. And it says that it has a fetus inside of it. 
It says it has dead baby ashes. Is this like when I think someone's hot and I don't know why and, and I have no idea why I'm attracted to them? Okay, I retweeted something. Is this the other how day? my ex and I like had a relationship? <laughs> yeah. He was actually just like chanting shit in your ear while you were sleeping. <laughs> he Let went me. on this website, summongenie.com, and uh, got an enchantment ring. So at Ms. Danny Fernandez tweeted the other day, tell me if you have a crush on me so I can tell you if I put a spell on you. And mm. I feel like this. Mm, like yes. maybe this is really creepy though like they're so scary they're they keep saying how it's like really real and not to mess around so basically if somebody from this podcast like, someone definitely is gonna go here and if buy you guys something. buy this write into us and tell us what happened but according to the website you should not do it if this is just for curiosity so if you are someone who's actually genuinely interested and believes in this go to summongenie.com Buy something and tell us what happens. You can make revenge spells and evil spells no. to cause quarrels, cause breakups, cause financial loss, loss of job, loss of authority. You guys don't do that, though. If you're if you're a listener and you end up buying something from this website, please stick to the white magic side because you don't want to like no. have your life in the afterworld be haunted. Right. And also, I think our podcast has made it pretty clear that we're very anti-black magic whenever we talk about stuff. That is right, baby. Steven. You look, you can get one of these. You can donate a coffin for a lonely deceased which gives unconditional love that's a good thing you can do it's believed that the dead person will grant you a wish so if you give somebody a coffin who doesn't have a coffin they grant you they a wish. grant you a wish they become a genie i did not realize that that's how genies were i always thought of it as like rub a lamp it's a person it's wish. like a spirit in a bottle, bottle but it's actually a person who died in a coffin that you bought them well shit now I'm aladdin has taken on a whole different meaning for me what do you think of all of this? Um, This makes me so uncomfortable. I really cannot emphasize that enough. And anytime anything makes me uncomfortable, it's because I kind of believe it. You know, yeah. like I think that if someone's going through all this trouble to get dead babies, roast them, collect the fat, mm-hmm. put gold leaf mm-hmm. lacquer and then yeah. put fat on it. Like there's something, something's going on, you know, like there's <sighs> got to be some, some reason to go through all that trouble because if it's just for money, then just take a baby, kill it and dip it in gold. Like, why are you going through all of the like trouble to like do this ritual and like roast it and collect the fat, drain it of blood? You know, like, why are you going through all of that? If you could just like take, take a fetus and dip it in gold. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like why, why the ritual aspect if it, if there's not some truth to it? Well, because I think just for sanitary reasons, if you don't roast the dead baby, then it's going to be like really smelly. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That could be it. I think if everyone is like me, then you had no idea that this existed. Yeah, I had no idea. And and I think to the real question is, are you helping or are you not? Because if the whole idea is that you're helping and that's how you get like the good fortune because you're helping a spirit, then that's great. But if these like little spirits came from unknown sources or they were killed in horrific ways in order to make that spirit because right. the precursor is that it has to be an angry spirit. I don't know. It does kind of create a market for killing people. Well, it's like Lydia said, that story Lydia said about the 13-year-old killed 13 days after his 13th birthday with wood, fire, Fire, gold, gold, rock, rock, water. Yeah. If you're going through all that trouble to get a baby spirit, you're not doing good things with that spirit. This kind of all sounds like it's word of mouth. All of the stuff that I read, too, is just like word of mouth finding out. So if you guys know some more stuff about this or have some experience with this, please tell us, write in and tell us. Because we need to know more about this. Is this real? 
And apparently, it- there's a video of a of a monk roasting a baby. It, there is apparently, allegedly, verifiable evidence out there that this really does happen. So I don't know. It this is, is crazy. I. You know what? I'm just thankful that I am blessed right now and got this call back without the help of a roasted baby. Natalia, I did this you without roast no, a baby? There's been no fucking roasted babies. Did you get a golden amulet and that's why you're telling me this story? Do you think I have $2,300 to spend on Bonanza.com? I know you. your credit limit. You may have. You may have done it. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Tell us what you guys think. This is insane. Are you from Thailand, Malaysia, China? And I, we have some Malaysian listeners. If you guys are listening to this and you're from one of the countries that Lydia mentioned in her stories or that Natalia mentioned in any of the stories she told today, please write into us at let's get haunted pod at gmail.com. Let's get haunted pod, short for podcast, at gmail.com and tell us your haunted stories. You want to do our sign off? I do. Um, don't, our- don't say you have to go roast a baby. I was going to say, got to go get some gay magic, but I feel like, oh, no, let's I like not. that. But is it taking away the gay or giving the gay? We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. If you know what it is and you're from one of these countries, let us know. What's the difference between straight and gay, gay magic? Gay. Yeah. Pray away the gay. Steven. Pray away the gay. Okay, Steven, we hear you. Steve, you don't want to be quoted as saying pray away the gay. Why would you do that? Our podcast <laughs> is not your podcast. Your podcast, you guys say outrageous things and no one takes you no, seriously. You trying to figure out what the term was. It's pray away the gay. No, we weren't trying to figure out what the term was. Well, people were trying to pray away the gay anyway. Can you guys please fucking donate to us so we can get a studio? Because Steve otherwise, doesn't like this either. Otherwise, we're going to have to get one of these fucking fucked up spells. So know? that we can finally get a studio. Yes. Yeah. BRB got to go summon enough money to get us a website and a permanent studio space. Very good. Yes. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. The sources that I used for this episode are The Atlantic, Wikipedia, Atlas Obscura, HuffPost.com, Reddit, r slash no sleep, and of course, SummonGenie.com.